spring has sprung and the less time you spend in the kitchen, the better. That's why some of HelloFresh's delicious restaurant-quality meals come together in just 20 minutes. Get 16 free meals plus three free gifts with code AWFUL16 at HelloFresh.com slash AWFUL16. And then they scaremonger about how much money the tech giants can throw at elections over the credits of the Citizens United Presents Yep. Yeah, right? uh, the whole time, uh, Coke Brothers, uh, Coke Brothers, yeah. oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> Coke Brothers, hello. They're like, it's not that billionaires are buying the elections, it's that the wrong billionaires yeah, are Literally. buying the elections. Yeah, like, the front of this movie might as well start eating the ass of the back of this movie. <laughs> God awful movie. 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 Welcome back to the Gamcast, where each week we sample another selection from Christian cinema because the ancient prophecy was weirdly specific. I'm your host, No Illusions, and sitting <laughs> 700 miles to my immediate left is my good friend Heath Enright. Heath, welcome back. Republicans are so stupid. They sure oh, yeah. are. And it's, and it's so sad if we get to watch them be so it's sad. The best. And sitting 900 miles to my northeast is my bad friend Eli Bosnick. Eli, how are you this fine afternoon, sir? If we weren't measuring who won the race, I won the race. Hell yeah, that's, man. It's a good point. That's right. That's in a if podcast you got now, to decide when it ended. This is a documentary, everybody. Sure is. But before we get to that, we're also excited to welcome back actor, writer, video essayist, and special guest mascot Maggie Mayfish. Maggie, welcome back. Woo! Hello. It's been too long since we had John. I, re- I, I, I get why. I remember the movie <laughs> Love Waits. I believe it was a Chip Rossetti film that we put you through last time. So I get why. Oh, you that's right. You learned about Gramps. Yes. Yes. I'll never forget. I do think about that movie <laughs> <Yeah>. often. <laughs> you know what they say. Never forget Gramps. But it turns out that films can be worse. Speaking of which, tell us, Heath, <laughs> what will we be breaking down today? We watched Rigged. The Zuckerberg-funded plot (laughs) to defeat Donald Trump. That's the real title. It's a movie about how we need to get money out of politics made by Citizens United. Yes, Yes, it's irony died and we went to irony hell. It's weird. It's insane. It's like a a heroin commercial by the Sackler family. It's bananas. (laughs) We need to get cheese out of food from the Cheetos company. (laughs) And Eli, how bad was this movie? Well, if your last excuse about your dog eating your homework turned out to be a federal crime and you're hoping you can scrape those goalposts back another 50 (laughs) yards or so without anyone noticing, you will love this movie. All right, well said. And Maggie, you know, I I don't know too much about your politics, but uh, (laughs) how convincing was this movie? Well, you know, as I was watching, I was like, you know what, Maggie, you're a pretty, like, gullible person. So, like... Yeah, you know, just like see if, you know, I was not myself, would I be swayed by this? And actually, there are points where I was like, yeah, if I didn't know anything, maybe this would sway me. <laughs> um, but and then three sentences later, it would completely uh, ruin any progress that it had made. They, they had a bad yeah. habit of going... And yes, that last thing we said was a lie, but (laughs) they do continually contradicting themselves and like offering contradictory 
evidence. Yeah. It, well, we'll get into it. But yeah, it was pretty wild. Well, yeah, even <laughs> contradictory claims at certain points. Yeah. <laughs> yes, oh, God. Yes. I honestly, for a second, I thought to myself, OK, what if what if Maggie's like, well, the uh, the votes in Maricopa County, if you really look <laughs> at it, and we have to do the whole podcast <laughs> being like, okay. oh, my internet just went out again. <laughs> oh, no, we can't do the pod. iTunes is closed for Passover. <laughs> so sorry. All right. So is there anything you guys want to nominate this one for being the best at being the worst at? Yeah, I'm going to go with best worst pop scares or attempted <laughs> pop scares. Mm-hmm. So. Throughout this movie, they're trying to make their stupid fucking point, and they keep saying things that are just obvious and completely benign, just things we know are real and happened. Like, some people on the other team spent money and helped get an election to happen. Dun, and then, dun, dun. yeah, and then they'll do some stupid pop scare noise like that. And by the end of the movie, they keep doing it. And by the end of the movie, whoever's in charge of like doing the pop scare effects and filters and whatever is just kind of like, sad and tired of it and they're like I don't know do I do a pop scare on the existence of the state of Arizona we're showing a black person do I do a do a pop scare for a black person right yeah, yeah. okay <laughs> bah, bah, bah. Mark Zuckerberg's dead eyes yep. that's pretty scary okay yeah that's actually the best they <laughs> yeah. ever do so I was gonna go with uh, uh, and we kind of already touched on this best worst own goal celebrations right like over and over again the talking heads in this movie will accidentally disprove their own point not realize it and take a victory lap. Yep. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> we'll point it out as it happens. <laughs> I'm going to go with best worst scripted Donald Trump lobs. Yes. So for context, and this is very, very important to my emotional connection to this movie. We learned about this movie because Donald Trump had a screening of it at Mar-a-Lago or wherever <laughs> he's holed up these days, which makes it even sadder because... There are these interviews interspersed throughout the movie where Citizens United, like, you know, poured him into whatever chair would hold him at this point, shot Diet Coke directly into his carteroid artery. And they were like, say the words rigged. And he was like, mangoes. It is so, <laughs> the, the masterful edit. It's like Star Wars in, up in the masterful <laughs> editing being done to get him through a single unsweaty, unvomited sentence. <laughs> And Maggie, did you have a best worst? Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, being a a video essayist, I think I wanted to nominate it for best worst video essay. (laughs) (laughs) It was just so clearly they were trying to make an argument, I guess. But as you pointed out, just would continually contradict themselves within the same sentence. And then it would end in a musical sting and then they'd cheer. Yeah. (laughs) And you would be left there going like, wait, what? What? Did you have evidence? Did you? All right. Moving on. No, you dumb dumb. No, there's no evidence. We are done with that point now. Moving on. Idea. It's just an idea. (laughs) It's just a whole movie. It's like, here's just an idea. Dollar in the jar, asshole. We're, We're keep rolling. Keep rolling. Who gave the Twitter trolls a camera? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll tell you what. This movie required about eight minutes of debunking for every minute of watching. So I'm going to take yeah. a minute to organize the 346 tabs I have open at the moment. But we'll be back in a flash with all the demonstrable bullshit of rigged. And honestly, it's a compliment in his mind. For him to scratch his name in my car? That is what I'm saying. Yes. Okay. Guys, guys. Hey, hey Eli, what's up? I was just looking up the symptoms of stress and listen to this headaches, teeth grinding, and even digestive issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Doom scrolling, sleeping too little, sleeping too much, under eating and overeating. 
Yeah, Eli, those are all symptoms of stress. What's your point? I might be stress. What? Right? Like, what if I am stress? How long until BetterHelp takes me out? What's BetterHelp? BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's affordable. They have financial aid available. And their licensed professional therapists have a wide variety of experience available. So if you need someone who's LGBTQ friendly or secular, they can help you with that. Wow, that does sound pretty great. It is. Plus, God Awful Movies listeners get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com slash awful. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash awful. All right. Well, either way, Eli, I think you may be stressed, not be stressed, like the mental phenomenon. Mm, You know, it's a good way to tell. What's that? Scratching up Heath's car again. Damn it. Yeah, I should have seen that coming. Maggie, thanks so much for agreeing to be on the show again. No problem, guys. Happy to do it. Right. So this is a little bit awkward, but this episode is actually the start of our Matreon drive. And we were wondering if you wouldn't mind helping us plug it here in the beginning of the show. Uh, what is a uh, Matreon? Does that count as a point? I don't think that's no, count as Keith, a point. Not now. It's not. Mm, not now. Sorry. Uh, no, no uh, points. Yeah, honestly, just it's best to ignore them. So Matreon is the pledge drive that we do for ourselves once a year. We we try not to be too heavy handed with our Patreon asks. So once a year, we lay it on extra thick. Mm hmm. Yeah, plus we have like fun goals people can hit for us to do funny stuff at our pajama party when we all get together in July. Oh, guys, that sounds really wholesome. Sure, I'm happy to help. Awesome. Super duper appreciated. Just you're the orange lines right right there in the uh, okay. Oh, that's orange. That looks okay. Are you colorblind? Yeah. Never mind. Yeah, it's 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 like a yellow. That's you though. Cool. So I got it. Hi, I'm Heath Enright. And as you may have guessed, it's that special time of year when we ask you, our podcast listeners, to consider supporting our show on Patreon. For as little as a dollar a show, you get bonus content, commercials at the end, RSS feed, you can play on any podcast player, and all sorts of perks at higher levels. And if you don't pledge, I'll kill my cats. Wait, uh, God, no, I'm not going to kill my cats. It's, it's for a wholesome can fundraiser. You, it's, you just said you would help. You fundraiser, said, Maggie. Fundraiser. Uh, mm-mm. But that's not all. Head over to Matreon.com and you can see all the fun goals we've set up, like a live magic show from me. A vegan snack tasting. And I'll release the never-before-seen footage I have of the Kennedy assassination. How did you guys find out about that? I have a topic. You said you would help. So once again, that's Matreon.com to find out more. Are we like, are we good enough friends for this sketch to play? This is uh, only the second time that we've actually hung out or, or talked or spoken. Mm-hmm. So, yes. Yeah, I heard yes. Yeah. <laughs> and we're back for the breakdown. We're going to open up realizing, again, that we're in irony hell when we see the words Citizens United Productions. <laughs> yes, that, Citizens United. <sighs> and, and speaking of irony hell, the opening line, it's Kellyanne Conway saying, the Trump 2016 campaign was data-driven. It's like, it was all based on a promise to build an impossible wall with some other country's money, you fucking idiot. No, it wasn't. I genuinely don't know because I don't interact with the right except for when they're like telling me to kill myself on Twitter. Did the right take Kellyanne Conway seriously? The woman who gave us the the line alternative facts? Oh, she's she's amongst <laughs> the best they have. Oh, God. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> ah, She was their big data person. Yeah. <laughs> 
She's not. She's not looking Alternative great. Alternative data. Kellyanne Conway looks like she's faking having cancer. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes. I don't know exactly what that means, but that's what she looks like. She has the spirit of someone doing it too. You know. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I also love that she. She's trying to say like you know we were the outsiders or whatever, but the the word that she lands on is we were the insurgents. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, well, sure. eventually, sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And she tries to use military terms a few other times. She says, we were outflanking them on Facebook. And I was like, all right, relax, Hannibal. You, you, you're doing <laughs> Facebook ads. You were copying Barack Obama's thing. You didn't invent any of this. Calm down. Oh, she knows her audience. She knows exactly who she's talking to in this Citizens United documentary. <laughs> a lot of people doing dive rolls and really excited about the military <laughs> tactics she was mentioning. Yeah. And she mentions Obama. She's like, yeah, we were just like the Obama campaign. And then you see her panic for a second. She's like, but white, but white. (laughs) Citizens United audience. (laughs) I mean, but white. Yeah, they're like, we ran way more ads on Facebook. And I'm like, yeah, but they ran more ads all together. Old people are on Facebook and you were running ads for old people. That's not that's not a thing to brag about. That's just how that shakes out. Also, like federally, the conversation was about how a bunch of your ads that you ran on Facebook were like Russian propaganda yes. aimed at people who showed signs of early onset dementia <laughs> in their ads. <laughs> and then, of course, we have to go back to 2016 and watch the night that Hillary lost again because they, you know, they love to live in that moment. Say, like, remember the time that we uh, won anything? Oh, you guys God, remember yeah. that? Yeah. This was this was honestly like triggering to me, like truly. Yeah. Like, I was so sad that day. And it, oh, my God. It remind, Eli, do you remember we went to that party to mm-hmm. like watch Hillary win? It was going to be great. And then the worst possible thing happened. And we had to drive away knowing what had happened. And we're driving away. And Eli says in the car, he's like, I'm really glad my dad wasn't alive to see this. Yes. And I was so like, glad. I wish my dad was dead. Too. <laughs> he wasn't dead yet. And more importantly, in a house full of ceremonial spears and swords, we almost brought no illusions to that party. Yep. You know, so we might not have made it out alive from that. Very, very, spears would have been thrown. Yeah. Right. I feel like spears would have been thrown. Yeah. I mean, all I'll say is the next day was like a, a dream and like realizing that it actually happened. Yeah. That I was oh, absolutely. just, I, it was a wild uh, in the bad way. <laughs> yeah. All the bad wild ways. for sure. Yep. Bad wild. And speaking of bad wild. Yeah. <laughs> Great transition. <laughs> and oh, yeah. And so this is where we see how bad Newt Gingrich is looking these days. Nice. Yeah. He looks like he's not faking having cancer. <laughs> <laughs> I Look. I will say there's not a lot of bright sides to this movie for me before, but the fact that Newt Gingrich looks like he's wearing a Newt Gingrich costume that's too big for him <laughs> is a silver lining. Okay, yeah. Well, and it's so funny. Again, they they have what he apparently thinks is a gotcha, as long as you don't have context, I guess, where he says, well, you know, on the day that Trump was inaugurated, the WAPO ran an article about impeaching him. And I'm, I'm just like, well, right, because he had already committed high crimes and misdemeanors. Yeah, this yeah. is not an argument on your side, Newt. Probably don't bring that up. <laughs> and um, but you know, you know what? He cushions the blow there, and he's like, "Well, no, no, okay." J- to be clear, Trump's awesome, just like Andrew Jackson. Yes. Andrew Jackson, and ev- like yes. the whole movie pauses and is like, "Oh, that you're you done. want to that do that again? You want to do a different you, president? You, you Maybe no, that there? was a period. Wasn't genocidal." It's actually worse than Trump is awesome like Andrew Jackson. He says they did the same thing to Andrew yes. Jackson, which 
for clarity, they tried to impeach Andrew Jackson for genocide. No, they actually didn't. But yeah. So and then we hear from their black friend, I guess, Ken Blackwell. He's the chairman of the Center for Election Integrity, which you can apparently say without getting struck by lightning <laughs> at the America First Policy Institute. Yeah, yeah. What's wrong with that sentence? It makes it makes total sense. <laughs> yeah, the Center for No Backsies at Nazi High School. <laughs> <laughs> And he says, like, well, you know, one thing we know about the tech giants there is they have a, a political leaning. And I'm like, well, everyone that's like saying we know they have a favorite color. Is that supposed to be ominous? <laughs> Do, would you like a jump scare now? Do you want this the sting? Big green is coming for the election. <laughs> <laughs> but the, they have nothing to say here. So they just fall back and they keep doing this. They fall back on like, OK, you remember when we won that election in 2016? We oh. We were the we were the best. Run the highlights reel again. Yeah, yeah. Seriously, so far this movie is it's like the movie of scoring four touchdowns in one game in high school that one yeah, time. That's right. the movie. I was gonna say they're walking us through their trophy room and touching our arm too much. The documentary. <laughs> uh, yeah, and so I, I love too that like Newt Gingrich has to try to make the argument that all the tech billionaires are stupid. Which, yes. I, which honestly, okay, look. That can be true if you want it, yes. like, but not from a Republican. This is all a meritocracy. They deserve those billions of dollars perspective. Right. It was actually fun. They're, you know, just like a fun little self giggle. Anytime they would say anything that like, yeah, like I actually totally agree with what you just said. Not for <laughs> right. why you said it or why you yeah. think you said it, but just a little a reaching across the aisle. Yeah, fun little internal drinking game. Yeah, what, yeah, what yeah, point yeah. do you think you're making? You know what? Just please, please continue your thoughts. Keep saying stuff. This yeah, is delightful. Going. Yeah, because there's this wonderful thing Gingrich is trying to do, where he's like, "I know what you're thinking. Those tech people, they're smart with the computers, right? You don't have, they don't have to put a post-it note on their computer where they have to click for save. But don't worry, <laughs> that's the the uh, the common everyday." Dust in your hand, milk a cow, patriotism smart. That's all you right. people watching this movie. <laughs> yeah. 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 And so, but they're trying to make this argument that after Trump won the first election, the Democrats came for social media and tried to strangle, literally, the, the term he uses, tried to strangle Trump. And I'm like, they choked off misinformation. Right. Right. So like you just accidentally admitted that Trump is inseparable from misinformation. And you're right. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. Please continue your thought again, guys. I love this. Yeah. Again, uh, I agree. <laughs> yeah. Continue, Senator. Yeah. They do like a rapid fire series of shots from the Zuckerberg hearings. The Zuckerberg hearings were about Russian interference in the election. Yep. Not like we're mad we lost. <laughs> Yeah, well, it, if you had nothing to go on but this documentary, you would never know that. Mm -hmm. Also, there's this great moment. This is the first time we hear from Trump himself, right, where Trump comes in and he's just like very upset. He's very visibly upset that Mark Zuckerberg had a very nice dinner with him and still doesn't like him. <laughs> yeah, right? that was really funny. He's like, I thought we were buddies. We had up. I gave him dessert and everything. Where's that Rashomon, Trump's perspective, Mark Zuckerberg's dead-eyed <laughs> lizard person perspective? We both like ketchup. He's a, he's a very nice man. <laughs> all right. So apparently that's that was all teaser stuff because this is where we get the, the title screen proper. Citizens United presents and all of that. And then they scaremonger about how much money the tech giants can throw at elections 
over the credits of the Citizens United Presents yep. movie. Yeah, right? Uh, the whole time. Uh, Coke Brothers. Uh, Coke Brothers. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> Coke Brothers. Hello. They're like, it's not that billionaires are buying the elections. It's that the wrong billionaires yeah, are Literally. The it's amazing. Like, the front of this movie might as well start eating the ass of the back of this movie. At this point. <laughs> There's literally a point where they go, the people are going to hate when they find out that elections are being run by rich people. And I was like, really, Citizens United? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Do you- really? Well, so I had to write this whole quote out. So th- this is what the lady says during the credits. Quote, these tech moguls really want to use their hundreds of billions of dollars to really sway elections. I think the American people are not going to like this. I think having these incredibly rich people take over our election and influence the outcomes in this way is really abhorrent. Really? End quote. Really? Noah, remind us who said that again one more time. (laughs) Citizens United. Citizens United. (laughs) Just, Just to remind anybody, maybe we have international listeners who don't know Citizens United. That is arguably the worst Supreme Court decision we've ever had. It allowed unlimited dark money in the form of super PACs to fund American elections at any amount. Billionaires can buy elections because of it. Yeah. That's what that is. Yeah. Right. So naturally they're against it. Suddenly. Yeah. Yeah. I I think that you really dated this episode, though. I have a sneaking suspicion that's not going to be even in the top 10 worst Supreme Court decisions this time next year. But yeah, uh, (laughs) yeah, that makes sense. It's like if I made a documentary about how much I hated my toddler. <laughs> so there's a, there's another talking head that comes in and they're like, well, they stole the election fair and square. They changed the voting rules in the middle of the game. And I'm like, you got are you going to accuse the Democrats of being the Republicans next? Are you just going to switch colors on your fucking uniforms? Puts on a Hillary Clinton mask. I'm Hillary Clinton yeah. now. <laughs> You go to jail. You. One little detail when they're trying to like make out these tech people to be super evil, they show code happening on the screen. Like <laughs> they have yeah, that like evil. And it, it makes that evil cursor code typing noise. They're like, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I want that. Can you get that? Like, I want my typing to make the evil cursor noise. Ooh, Can I, is yeah, there a way to so, do that? I'm sure. There Probably. Is. Yeah, we'll figure it out. So, okay, so now we meet our narrator who's going to lay down the basics. This is David Bossy, and he's going to start with this conundrum. More people voted for Trump in 2020 than in 2016, but he's still lost. That's impossible. Yeah, that, like that, <laughs> that's not in need of any further explanation. But more people than that voted for Biden. There, we're done, right? Sorry, you, got, you guys, Um, real quick. You know numbers, right? So <laughs> let me explain. No, no it's I so don't. You know greater than as a concept. Oh, you don't. Let's let, let me explain numbers to you during your documentary. <laughs> it was so good. They keep doing this. I also have one note on David Bossy because I know some people like watch along with us, and you know it's really hard to recommend that for this one. But the one thing I can say about David Bossy is they couldn't find a suit that quite fit him. So. Mm-hmm. If you pay attention very closely, David Bossy is in different sizes of the same suit in between appearances. <laughs> so there's one. This first one, way too tight, right? He's They called cut and he was like, I can't breathe. And he tore it off himself like a Power Ranger transforming. And then the next one, it's way too big. Like they went to a big and tall store and just took whatever they could find. So again, if you're playing along at home, you can follow David Bossy's suit size violently changing. <laughs> okay. I have a question about that. Well, where is he? Because he walks onto the screen 
And he does, he's like, oh, hello. And he's got his ridiculous suit on. And he's like, I'm here in this apparently empty warehouse where I'm going to tell you about internet technology. It's been like partially converted to a skating rink, I think. Yeah. <laughs> where were they? And I, I think maybe that was like a really sad men's warehouse location that's empty. And that's where he's getting his suits. I don't know. The very end of the movie, he sticks his fingers into bottles. Warriors. Oh, okay. I get it. All comes together. So, yeah. And, and of course, they do this thing. This is what Republicans have been doing, of course, since the election. They do this thing where they, they use their own bullshit as evidence that their bullshit is true. Right. They're like, a lot of people think democracy is under attack and we need to take that seriously. I'm like they, they think that because of shit like this stupid documentary, though, it's not based on anything in reality. Well, yeah, but what is reality? But uh, <laughs> a configuration of convenient facts around me. <laughs> Maggie, are you a Citizens United plan? Right. You have to tell us. Yeah. It's like being a cop. What are numbers? You you were talking about that earlier. You should tell me what numbers are. Yeah. So and, and this is also where the movie lays down kind of its main thesis, which is that Mark Zuckerberg spent a whole bunch of money that he said was for election integrity, but was actually benefiting Democrats. Now, let's be super clear here. He did because election integrity benefits Democrats. Yep. <laughs> right. Like we've spent the last 20 years watching increasingly brazen efforts to take you know minority voters off the voter rolls to make it harder and harder for impoverished people to vote, et cetera, et cetera. So any effort to make the elections more fair is going to benefit Democrats more than Republicans at this point. Yeah. So <laughs> it's like they don't make the next math equation in their head. Like, oh, wait, what does that mean? <laughs> we've, got a, oh, we've got a 34 a minutes to fill still. Guys. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> they get so close so many times in this movie to being like, and when more people vote, we lose. Cut. Sorry. <laughs> dial it back. Dial it back. He said we need had three, 30 minutes. He's tired. Yeah. Did they accidentally say the electoral college is unfair during the segment too? Oh, I, I missed it if they did. I'm pretty sure they brought that up. And then somebody was like, that's how Trump won. He lost the popular vote. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, Cut. <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing that they say is they're like, in 2016, he won the electoral college. But here... He lost the Electoral College by a lot and also the popular vote by also a lot. Also the popular vote. Who am I making a movie for? Right. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know how numbers work. That actually, that explains a lot. Yeah. And then he's like, you know, well, over the next half hour, we're going to answer the question, what happened? And I'm like, you lost. I saved you 29 and a half minutes, bro. Oh. But no, they put the words what happened over a shot of like this ominous shot of Mark Zuckerberg holding a stack of hundreds. Or <laughs> and, and credit where credit's due. They try for a lot of ominous shots. But to be fair, all photos of Mark Zuckerberg are slightly ominous. Are yeah. terrifying. Oh, yeah. they do. Yeah. It was really funny. The selection of photos they used when they were talking about him. <laughs> oh, man. He is a creepy looking guy. Yeah, it's he pretty easy dumb. to find those it's photos. I think easy. one of them was like the one he sent out for Christmas last year. Yeah. The idea that he is, in fact, a lizard alien just based on photos is not crazy. I don't no. think it's actually true. <laughs> yeah. You look at it long enough. Yeah. yeah, he he looks like he's always about to say, I guess my cover's been blown and then crack his neck and attack the protagonist. <laughs> OK, question. Is anybody denying that Mark Zuckerberg donates to Democrats? 
because that's like it seems like the premise of the movie is who just said Mark Zuckerberg doesn't donate to Democrats? Yes, he does. And the, but nobody said that. I know. Well, so that's the most fucked up thing is that their whole premise is, is that he said this money was going for election integrity, but it was really going to help Democrats. It's like because of you assholes, he's allowed to give as much money to Democrats <laughs> as he wants. Exactly. <laughs> There's no law that's being broken at that point. They also really skip over how integral Facebook was to electing Trump. I guess right. they like alluded yeah. to him in the beginning, but it was like maybe he's just trying to not look at it like an idiot from history. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Well, and they pretended that the only reason it was integral is because they were so smart with their ad buys and shit. <laughs> Oh, I'm telling you, it had nothing to do with the fact that Mark Zuckerberg ignored several Russian agents who were reported on from inside his company, and it had everything to do with our mastery of our Etsy store. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, and so this is where they introduced the Silicon Valley Community Foundation. That's the real culprit. Now, let's be super clear. This is a 501c3, which means that it can't spend money on a, on political candidates, can't endorse political candidates but also it means that we can see every penny that they spend what they spent it on yeah right. they admit that repeatedly and because of citizens united he didn't have to do that no he could have just made this 400 million dollars of dark money but he didn't right and, and by the way the silicon valley community foundation perfect 100 grade on charity navigator like it's yeah. such a weird thing for them to demonize I love how Citizens United knows their audience. So when they say 501c3, they have to clarify. They're like, that's like a church or it's a charity. It's yeah, it's not like a church because they have to tell us where the money goes, but it's like a church. Yeah, it's like a church with laws. You know, churches, with, but like laws also. <laughs> it says, you know, but this group, despite being a 501c3, gives money to a lot of groups that many Americans would consider partisan. And I'm like, right, but they would be wrong. Right. Because that's like it's a, by law, like we define which <laughs> exactly. groups are partisan and they can't give money to those ones. Listen, what is reality? But <laughs> <laughs> And the labels they ascribe to the organizations here. So they have a list of like liberal organizations. And for the ACLU, they called it mass immigration. Oh, yeah. All the <laughs> different sins of the various groups. To be clear, the reason why they're associating mass immigration with the ACLU is because at the time they were making this, the ACLU was the ones who were suing them for putting babies in cages. And they were like, yeah, absolutely. These guys just love open borders. <laughs> Am I right? Well, for, for losing, it wasn't even it like it was even worse. It was for losing the babies they'd caged. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, and this is also this is the first time we have to look at Ted Cruz. Yeah. <laughs> you know how like sometimes you buy a fruit and you'll forget you bought that fruit and shit will get stuck. Like that's what he, he's the human version of the oh my god I set those chips on top of that orange months ago. Right? <laughs> Very much so. <laughs> There's a beautiful thing and we, we caught him right in the golden zone of it. Ted Cruz went for a werewolf beard for like two months in 2020, mm -hmm. you know, when he was going through his darkest hours and we're watching him give up on that beer throughout the filming of this documentary. <laughs> he might as well be actively shaving it while they interview him. Just like, yep, voting is bad. Or just ripping it out in clumps. Yeah. So And also fucking Ted Cruz, I'm convinced, is the door knocker that can only tell lies from Labyrinth, right? <laughs> Oh, like every single thing he said was misleading at best. It's like 
Ted Cruz, because Ted Cruz knows he's lying, which is always fun. They interview a lot of people in this movie, including hometown favorite Claudia Tenney. We'll get to it. But they interview a lot of people who I, I genuinely believe have no idea what they're saying, right? Like their mouth is moving. They were given a script. But Ted Cruz is like trying not to be fall through some kind of trap door. He has in his head. <laughs> <laughs> he's trying to appease a king. Yeah. Well, at one point he says, Nobody else ever spent $400 million the way Mark Zuckerberg did in that election. Nobody's ever done that before. Okay, first of all, I'm sure they have. We just don't know because it was a dark money right. super PAC because yeah. of Citizens United. But what we do know is the Koch brothers, Maggie, you brought them up. You should yeah. keep bringing them up. The Koch brothers offered $889 million leading up to the 2016 election. <laughs> but when Trump got nominated, they were like... No. Oh, never mind. Uh, never yeah. back until yeah. the next, we get a better one next time, hopefully. Well, and also, let's not forget the historical context of this. The Trump administration was actively trying to dismantle the post office so voting couldn't work. <laughs> right. And right. tech billionaires came in. They're like, well, fuck, we have to at least do something about that. Right. That's where most of this money went to, to, to things to counteract shit like that. And the news points out, like, because they, they, they play a news clip to try to back themselves up. And the news points out, that Zuckerberg's donations went to like train poll workers and provide accurate information. And again, I'm, yeah, that disadvantages Trump, but not an argument for you guys aside. Yeah. At this point, they might as well be saying, if my audience gets bigger than mommy and daddy, people start to boo. <laughs> <laughs> Did it also seem like they were just kind of generally mad that like they they were the party for evil rich people and now that switched in yeah. there like now they're what the fuck? <laughs> now some evil rich people are on the other team? That's that that's our thing. That's ours. Right. Yeah, no, that's that's honestly you just summed up the entire fucking movie. Our culture is not your costume, Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Evil rich people cultural appropriation is what they seem to be claiming about. <laughs> claiming his problem, yeah. All right. Well, I'll tell you what, I think they just bemoan the fact that an informed electorate advantages their opponent, so we need a minute to question what the hell we're even doing here. But when we come back, there will be even more rigged. Flowers? Well, come on. Chocolate? Too stereotypical. Hey, guys. What you doing? We're, we're trying to think of what to get our moms for Mother's Day. Hmm. Yeah, all the usual gifts just feel too impersonal, you know? Ooh, why not get her a pair of Raycon wireless earbuds? What are... Raycon wireless earbuds. Raycon wireless earbuds are a must-have for super moms. All those masters of multitasking who need to keep their hands free. With Raycons, they can stay entertained listening to their favorite podcast or music, plus take phone calls with vivid voice technology, all hands-free. I don't know, Heath. My mom's not super tech-savvy. That's okay, and it's hands-free. Raycons are user-friendly for those moms who are just switching to wireless earbuds for the first time. Easy to set up, easy to use, and seamless Bluetooth pairing included. Plus, they come in a bunch of fun color options, so you can find mom a color that suits her personality and style. Well, he's got a point. Raycon sent us each a pair to try one when they became a sponsor, and they were so good that Lucinda and Anna stole them. It's true. Her Raycons have become Anna's go-to airline headphones. So tell mom how much you love her, and make sure she hears it in crystal clear audio quality with Raycon. Go to buyraycon.com slash gam to get 15% off your Mother's Day order. That's buyraycon.com slash G-A-M. Raycon, if you don't get them for your mom, you don't actually love her. Uh, that's a little much. I'm just saying. Tyler, Tyler, get in here, big guy. Yes, Mr. Ex-President Trump. Have you seen this movie? 
It's incredible. Sir, if you're about to show me another Peppa Pig clip. Okay, first of all, never talk about Peppa like that again. She's a personal family friend. For the last time, sir, that is Boris Johnson. Doesn't matter. Whatever he calls himself in public, it's up to him. No, it's this new movie, Rigged. It's about how Mark Zuckerheim cheated by doing all the money and then he cheated the election. So, uh, sir, our story for the last year plus has been that the election was hacked, that their get out the vote effort worked, plus people voted and you lost. That's just how elections work. That's not an excuse. It's not? No, sir. Oh, well. I should text Sarah and Milani and tell them Project No More Voting is a no-go then. Yeah, huh? you very much should, sir. I said, give me your ID, Jerry. Give Stop, it to me. Jerry. Stop, Jerry. Ooh, too late. I'll call our settlement guy. Yeah, you do that. And we're back for more of this shit. And we're going to rejoin the action with a new talking head. This one from the <laughs> Election Integrity Initiative. Do you ever think that they have to get together and be like, all right, guys, we need to mix up the words that are integrity and truthfulness and election and voting again. Nah. Like at a certain point, do Republicans <laughs> ever get together and like, no, we called ours the election integrity initiative. You need to call yours the initiative for election integrity. <laughs> <laughs> Alan. Guys, the words on the page are fighting each other somehow whenever we write stuff down. Ah, <laughs> oh. yeah. And, and so this is another great one too. They, they, again, they don't realize they're dunking on themselves here over and over again. They're like, you know, look at all of these groups that were paying money to try to secure integrity in our elections. They're all connected to Obama or Hillary Clinton. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, man, everybody on that side seems to be a Democrat. That's so weird. Why would why would that be? They describe them as rabidly partisan Democrats. Rabidly <laughs> Ted Cruz, you want to make fun of someone else for being rabid with that beard? Yeah. Yeah. He, he also says these were operatives and he's all scared. Like, <laughs> like there's murder spies working for the Democrats to, to secure election integrity. Hop scare. Yeah. Okay. So I have a theory about this, right? Which is that Citizens United can't outright say, hey, guys, they didn't hack the election or stuff the ballots or do anything like that. We have to stop saying that it's a crime and some of us are getting in trouble. So they just said scary, steely, spy words around the people so that Grandma Peepaw at home could be like, exactly, operatives who hacked into the Dominion machines to make them send all the votes to China. Yep. And they try to show at one point the murder spy and they just show us like... A a nerd in a hoodie getting emails on a clipboard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, no, but there is very much a like an, an effort by this documentary to be the thinking man's Mike Lindell, right? Yeah, very much. <laughs> yeah. And also you can really see that because like they're not making any specific accusations, right? They're saying, oh, you know, all the people involved in this group that Mark Zuckerberg were funding, they're all ex-Democrats. I'm like, what did they do? Right. Are you going to accuse them of actually doing something? Or are you just going to say that they kind of seem shady to you? <laughs> they might as well have written this movie on next door and it like gets them kicked <laughs> off. <They're> like, <laughs> I saw the head of the tech initiative hanging out on my front yard. And in my day. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Kellyanne Conway shows back up. And I love this, too, because this was 
Kellyanne hasn't gotten the memo to stop using the whole and Biden's hiding in his basement during the election thing, because that that's bad when you lose to him. Right. Right. Like it, it, like if he just hid in his basement the whole time and you still lost, you're not making yourself look better anymore. Right. right? But they didn't lose. What are no, you well, not understanding about this documentary? <laughs> what is reality? I've been asking. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, so I and I I apologize that I don't remember what the acronym means there, but they're talking about a group called the CTCL, Center for Tech and Civic Life. Is that it, or are you just making stuff up? No, I wrote it. My oh, okay. Wrote it my hey, that's what we were gonna call ours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, but that's the group that they're demonizing first and foremost. That's where all the Zuckerberg money went, apparently. And they say, like, you know, the CTCL said that they were going to use this money to protect elections because of the pandemic. But really, very little of that money went to buying masks. <laughs> QED. Yeah, it's like masks don't even demand an hourly wage at this point. <laughs> <laughs> at one point, he says about the CTCL, he's like, the Washington Post called it the Hogwarts of digital wizardry. <laughs> And you can tell that they're just letting their audience either be one, scared of computers, or two, scared of witches. They're right. Yeah. Stuff. <laughs> but do they think Voldemort was the good guy in that? No fucking question. <laughs> it's also, it's funny too, because they quote the New York Times about the CTCL or whatever. And I'm like, so, okay, so are we using the New York Times as a credible source now in this documentary? Would you like to? Oh, we're, we're playing with quoting the New York Times. Okay, cool. I just wanted the rules of the game is we're, we're, <laughs> we're using the New York Times as a source. Okay, just checking. Yeah, and so they, they throw up this graph of where the CTCL's money really went, and they keep highlighting, look how little of it went to PPE. And I'm like, but look at how none of the rest of it was like democratic operative shit. It was buying equipment. It was paying for postage. It was training poll workers. Yeah, they name stuff. <laughs> they accidentally list too many things that make sense that they did with that money and they were, but they do it with like the scary tone because that's all they can do. Right. So they're like, they started helping with COVID and facilitating the election. The piano sting. Yeah. <laughs> have to move on. Yeah. Well, so they, they keep showing these NPR graphs and, and circling the amount of money that was spent on, on PPE and they're doing it quickly so that you can't read the other categories, right? Like the lion's share of the money went to equipment. Do they think that that was partisan equipment? <laughs> they do though. But I, they actually, yeah, they yeah, do, don't they? They do. They, do, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they must, yeah. Yeah, and then, oh, we get one of Eli's best worst. This is the first of the real softballs that they throw to Trump. David Bossy says, so do you, Donald Trump, think that you were cheated out of the election? And we're like, wow, I wonder what he'll answer. <laughs> oh, God. There aren't a lot of high points in this movie, but watching Trump pretend to understand the slightly complicated sentence <laughs> that is setting him up, almost worth it. Almost. We're just like, mm, yes, the the Babados. The yes. Bab the nab <laughs> also, he, he answers this. He goes, can I give you a one word answer? And I wrote in my notes. I don't think you can. No, I don't believe that's within your capabilities. And then he goes, yes, without question. Yes. And I'm like, that's for fucking work to go. Like, do, we will just go back to the number thing where we were going to give me the test with the horse again. Yeah. <laughs> one word, and you said that word twice. <laughs> 
And then we have this is this is another one of these amazing. They really hope you don't think much about this. We hear from Louisiana's attorney general, Jeff Landry. So he starts talking about this investigation he was doing into Louisiana's elections where Trump won. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And <laughs> yeah, right, right. He, he goes, uh-huh. we, they used COVID as an excuse. And I'm like, as an excuse for what, man? <laughs> you just you know, that the sentence ends there, huh? Because, again, like like Eli said, they, they, they can't legally make the accusation they want to make. <laughs> No, this is a good point, though. We should probably flip the Louisiana results on that. Just to Absolutely. See how that would yeah, let's look into that, Jeff Ryan. Oh, and also, OK, so this is where they reference the 2005 Election Integrity Commission that was led by Jimmy Carter and James Baker, which I had to read way more of than I really wanted to, to disprove every single thing Ted Cruz said about it. Yep. Ted Cruz is just really hoping you don't Google that thing they mentioned. Yeah, because yeah, it's the opposite of everything he said. It's also, as Noah mentioned, from 2005. So all their findings are like, nobody with a Blackberry should be allowed inside the, the Funkomatic room. Also, how about that Britney Spears kid, huh? Making waves. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> well, yeah, he says, well, you know, according to their report, they found that one of the biggest sources of fraud in voting were mail-in ballots. That is not at all what they what they found was that there was virtually no fraud. Right. What they said was that there was a potential for fraud with mail in ballots. So we should make these series of changes, which we made. Yeah. Right. The the singular recommendation in the Carter Baker report regarding mail in ballots is, quote, the commission encourages further research on the pros and cons of vote by mail. End quote. That's it. Piano sting. is also is worth pointing out that like that 2005 commission also found like the other part of that finding is hey voter id laws don't work they're just discriminatory yeah well right but that doesn't stop ted cruz from immediately going and also why do you think these democrats were so against photo ids for ballots if they you know if they weren't trying to rig the election and I'm like, do, would, would you did you read the report you were just saying that you read? Because they talk a lot about it there. He almost goes like, you know, I did a control F of voter ID laws and it appears 200 times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, we're playing with listening to Jimmy Carter now. Are we doing that? Because yeah. you're, you're, you're putting in a lot of rules that you shouldn't right. put in there. And they try to bring up Louisiana again. And they point out that Democrats rigged Louisiana using... Democrat churches. So, yeah. <laughs> Code for. Um, yeah. <laughs> yes. They do that a lot. I literally wrote in my notes the parishes were largely blue. Don't I mean, Democratic. Blue. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How many, Maggie, question? Because, you know, you, you have an eye for film, right? We love your work on this mm-hmm. show. It's why we love having you on. How many takes just do you think it took for him <laughs> oh. not to say the word black? <laughs> I think I think they had to dub it over. I don't think they got it. <laughs> this was ADR. <laughs> well, and, and so let's point that because this is, I think, honestly, the central lie that undergirds this whole thing, right? So they keep pointing out that this money that Zuckerberg spent that was supposed to just help with election integrity, way more of it went to Democratic-leaning counties than Republican-leaning counties. Now, I didn't bother to verify that. I assume that's true because Democratic counties have more people in them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, yeah. 
I mean, that would make sense if, yeah. if, they, if you had said that uh, during the documentary. Um, yeah. yeah, they never point that out. They're, they're never they're always like, oh, but the lion's share of the money went to all of the Democratic places. I'm like, that's where that's because those are the cities. Yeah. Democracy has a Democrat people bias. It has a people. Well, it has a people bias. It has yeah. people, more people. Thing. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, the, the fucking counties with the more people got more money. Piano sting. Yeah. I just want to circle back. They say out loud Democrats were hijacking Christianity to win an election. <laughs> Republicans <laughs> said that out loud. <laughs> In the Citizens United movie about how we should yes. get money out of politics. Yeah. Oh, God. And then so we, now we're going to narrow our focus into Wisconsin. We're going to start that by going back to Trump, who cites, and I quote, I read somewhere, dot, 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 which, first of all, no, the fuck you didn't. But secondly, <laughs> where he says, I read somewhere that 97 percent of Zuckerberg's money went to Democratic areas. That's not true. No. Right. No. Not even fucking remotely true, but you know they, he read it somewhere. So you know, people are saying, but Noah, don't worry. As long as they don't literally show a pie graph showing how <laughs> untrue that is, seconds from now, did that pie graph fist fight its way onto set? <laughs> <laughs> Dives in front of the camera like it's going to take a bullet or something. Yeah. <laughs> Starts firing a gun into the air. <laughs> Yeah, but no, they, they 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 point out that Zuckerberg is making it impossible for a Republican to win an election anywhere in this country, which they did and, and still do. But OK, Republicans don't know how to mail stuff. Is that part of their narrative that like they can't <laughs> mail? They can't use the mail? It's yeah. hard to tell. Yeah, sure. Hope Zuckerberg wasn't sabotaging the Postal Service because that would be that would be wrong. Cut, cut. Yeah, cut, right. Cut. Yeah. All right. So but then another title card comes up to inform us in case we hadn't picked up on the fact that we're focused in on Wisconsin, that we're doing the Wisconsin story. Right. <laughs> and then again, they, they they get more mileage out of that same line. They have this guy who was a special counsel for the state of Wisconsin appointed by a bunch of partisan Republicans. He keeps saying that Zuckerberg's money was primarily targeted at, quote, the five most populous Democratic cities in the state. Those are also the five most populous cities of any kind in the state. <laughs> Again, my theory that he was sitting, uh, that these people were sitting over some kind of trap door <laughs> that would <laughs> drop them into a shark tank if they said an outright lie. Yeah. <laughs> really being supported by this moment. Yeah, this guy even says, once again, as Maggie was pointing out, He's like, well, why didn't they just give money to all the cities? And then like two sentences later, he admits that they actually did give money to all the cities. <laughs> they just gave less to smaller cities because they're smaller. Yeah. Right. So, well, and have fewer Democrats. In. Right. <laughs> Technically true. Is this when he talks about the mayor's offices? Yeah. Uh -huh. This genuinely felt like he was fighting with his own voice inside his body because he's like, these mayor's offices received millions of dollars to fund their elections. That is where the clerks are that run the elections. elections. <laughs> 
and this is where Claudia Tenney, who again is from my hometown oh. of Binghamton, New York, and is the worst. This is where she explains that there was no medical staff, right? How can they say they care about the pandemic when they didn't have an orthopedic surgeon on? What? She said there were no doctors or virologists on the staff of their help people vote charity. <laughs> They didn't have any bus drivers either. It was so weird. Oh, but are you going to listen to doctors and virologists now? Is that what you're saying <laughs> you will do if we bring those? <laughs> no. Yeah, and also Ted Cruz comes on again. He tries to make it sound ominous that they were only willing to give money to cities that promised to make sure everybody would be able to vote. <laughs> right? Yeah. Again, piano sting. Also, this is about the 47th time somebody tries to make Zucker bucks work. Just give up. Give up, man. It's not. It's always fun in these documentaries to watch people floating like catchphrases, right? Ted Cruz might as well be like, that's my ham sandwich. And like, look desperately <laughs> at the audience. Try to get everyone clapping. Do you along. want me to do a laugh track, buddy? <laughs> what, you stopped. Oh, there's a, another great moment of, of them dunking on themselves here. They bring Ken Cuccinelli out. Now, they list Ken Cuccinelli as the national chairman of the, quote, election transparency initiative. Right. That's the people's front of Judea. In a, <laughs> but, but this isn't a movie about how having partisans running election transparency initiatives is evil. Yeah. Right. That's the whole idea of the movie. <laughs> OK. Did Ted Cruz call this a bait and switch at one point? Yes, he, he did. does. Yeah. Yes. How was it? A bait or a switch? <laughs> in what ways do those words apply in his head? So what he's trying to say is that they baited it as a an effort to make sure that voting would be easier for everybody, but they switched it to a democratic heavy get out the vote effort. Oh, that's the, his bait and switch in his mind. Right. It's like when someone says like, hey, you know, come over and we'll have pizza and there's an equally delicious, more helpful meal instead. <laughs> right. Bait and switch. Yeah. No, but so again, that that's the, the underlying bullshit of the entire thing. Right. More people in this country are Democrats than Republicans. Yeah. So if you increase the voter turnout just across the board, you will have done a favor to the Democrats. Therefore, it's a bait and switch and it's evil. Spoilers for their next documentary, which is just called You All Need to Stop Voting. Oh, okay. <laughs> so the bait was democracy and they switched to also democracy. As yes. Yeah, exactly. Okay. The bait was white people health and the switch was people of color voting. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. That's what they wanted to say. So, And then the, the narrator cuts in to explain that the CTCL actually told states how to spend the money that they gave them. Okay. This was my favorite part <laughs> that we might as well interview like a teenager who wasn't allowed to buy himself a sweet gaming computer with the money. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and as if they're trying to undercut their own fucking point again, a graph like fought its way onto the set and dived in front of a bullet. As they're saying this, they highlight the actual conditions they had to agree to, <laughs> which read in its entirety, quote, the grant funds must be used exclusively for the public purpose of planning and operationalizing safe and secure election administration, end quote. Oh, sorry. Piano sting. End Zoom quote. in. Photo negative <laughs> pop scare of the words safe and secure elections. 
Might as well have like cut to footage of like a sad election official returning a bull, a mechanical bull that he bought. I didn't understand the instructions. I have to get this back. Oh, and is this where they started talking about ballot curing? Yes. Uh huh. And like trying to make cure a negative word as best they could. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes. So so for those who aren't familiar, what ballot curing means is that if you get a ballot where like the signature doesn't exactly match or somebody forgot to sign in the spot they're supposed to sign or whatever, you're not allowed to just throw that away, right? You have to inform that person, hey, you know, we have a vote that appears to be yours. Is this your signature? Can you prove that to us? And if they can, you have to count the vote. That's the thing they're trying to make sound evil. (laughs) Right. And we eventually get to something similar to this happening in Georgia that helped Brian Kemp get elected and we fixed it in a good way. I don't, they're so confused by this whole thing. Yeah. yeah. But now, of course, the argument that they're going to make is that more Democrats got their ballots cured than Republicans. But that's, again, because the more Democrats voted. That's why you guys lost. But also because more Democrats voted by mail and therefore had to have signatures on their shit. Right. All right, so and now it's time for us to demonize a fella by the name of Michael Spitzer Rubenstein. I wonder what angle they'll go with. Jesus Christ. (laughs) I would just like to say, hey, Maggie, I'm very proud of you. Maggie is the only one whose notes aren't Jew, Jewish. She was Jewish, Jewish with a Jew, money, Jew, Jew, Jew. Oh, come on. My notes are like, I bet they call him a globalist. Yeah, yeah. Rising above the fray, Maggie Mayfish. <laughs> Rising above the fray. You guys had it pretty well covered, so I figured. <laughs> I, I felt like at this point, I was watching all of our notes, and at this point, I wanted to just put in a note for Maggie being like, hey, Meg, just so you know, I am Jewish. Yeah, so like, we're, we're, we're all doing what they say. We're doing a bit, Maggie. Please show up on Friday. Love, Eli. Okay, but in fairness to us, they they're it's so overt. They're just I like mean, oh, yeah. they Mr. Spitzer, yes. Ruben yeah. Hussein uh, Rubenstein. Yeah, right. Yeah. From <laughs> Brooklyn. They say Brooklyn yes, several say, times. Yep. And he's not from Brooklyn. They say he's from I think Brooklyn, wink. No, he's not. <laughs> well, let's really take a moment to pause. He's not. <laughs> Yikes. And look, look. Now, look, we are, we want to be fair. We want to be fair. Michael Spitzer Rubenstein, pretty Jewish looking fellow. Yeah, yep, yep. He's got some eyebrows. He's okay. Got, he's got, and he's also got Mark Zuckerberg eyes. So I get why that, like, I feel like they were trying to lend a little bit of credence to the David Icke contingent of their audience. Yeah, yeah. But what I love most about the, the Rubenstein Spitzer thing is like, okay, so this is the guy who we've hired to oversee election integrity. Listen, Bubba, the guy who's changing Noah's cable, don't barge in at five in the morning and just fuck around with the voting machines for four hours. Please wait till he gets there because he's an expert trained on this. And the movie portrays this as like him sneaking in in the middle of the night, like dum 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 da da dum dum dum. Well, I, okay, I love this half of a story they tell us too. They play a news clip of some election commissioner member in in somewhere in Wisconsin taking issue with Michael Spitzer Rubenstein being involved in the election and saying, oh, you know, he was on the floor where they were counting votes. So, no, he wasn't. It's true that someone made that accusation. It was investigated by Green Bay's city attorney. And according to the Associated Press, 
quote, Green Bay City Attorney conducted a thorough investigation of the city's 2020 election and released her conclusions this week in a 19-page memo that stands in stark contrast to the Republican legislators' charges, end quote. Okay, but Jewish guy had a lanyard. I don't know where he got it. <laughs> yeah. but he had a fucking lanyard. They mentioned lanyard. They actually were like, he had one of those things that, around his neck, and we had to let him do everything he Why wanted. Would- he was allowed to just change stuff. <laughs> to be clear, what we're hearing from in this section is the people who auditioned and failed to be Marissa Carone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, they even point out that he had all of the keys. He said he even had all but one of the keys to the place. I'm like, I'm sure several people had keys, man. That's how you get in and out. <laughs> Somebody well, has to have lose. all the keys. Yes. <laughs> All right, so then David Bossy shows up to fill us in on their nefarious ground operation, which, I, again, I, I, I have to, I feel like we have to point out that if Mark Zuckerberg had instead decided to spend all 400 million of these dollars directly supporting Democratic candidates, that would have been legal. Yep, right. But this is where they do the like, why would David Pluff know the ways to win an election? Unless he was cheating. So they have him say just incredibly basic stuff for some talk he's giving on election stuff. And then they're like, and wouldn't you know it? That's exactly what happened. Well, nah. approximately what happened. But <laughs> I love when they try to introduce him. They, they do the same thing that they did with Spitzer Rubenstein. They're like, David Plot. Okay, that doesn't sound Jewish and evil. We can't do but it. He, he was, probably was, though. <laughs> he's probably from Brooklyn, too. <laughs> they might as well. Yeah, wait, we also heard he's from Brooklyn. <laughs> they might as well, like, use his bar mitzvah photo. Like, David Bluff, <laughs> there he is. <laughs> Doing his Torah portion. We asked his mother. Yeah, and so, and this is. So David Pluff says, basically, this is what he says. He's like, hey, so we know that from, you know, the the polling and from the past performance, Trump is probably going to get, you know, X number of million votes in Wisconsin, which means that we need to get more than that number no matter what. And they act like that's some like, how could he possibly know approximately the number of votes that Trump would get, you know, using nothing but the previous election and poll numbers? <laughs> David Bossy runs through the room in a suit six sizes too big for him. <laughs> get out of my head, David Bluff. Get out of my head. <laughs> yeah. No, look, I get how like. They would think that knowing things is an unfair advantage, but you guys are allowed to know things, too. And and of course, you know, he has to like sheepishly admit that there's no evidence that they did anything illegal or or immoral. And he's like, but questions remain. And I'm like, but that's because you're stupid. (laughs) Questions always remain when you're stupid. Right. I was going to say, Ma- and Maggie has a YouTube comment section. She's aware that questions yeah. remaining yeah. Ooh. does not mean that a, a answer is foregone. Right. They land on like the obvious. The obvious answer is we counted Joe Biden won Wisconsin. And the, but they feel like they have to say a question there at the end to make it like is conspiracy ish. So they're like, well, how Okay, how much money was spent to get all those votes that apparently they counted and we just told you about? And the answer is 400 million, which they already told us about, too. It, like the whole movie, it's just, it's just highlights of the other team's scoring goals. Like that's the yep. movie. It's so good. Yeah. But when he gives us like, you know, but, but questions remain, he lists a bunch of his questions. And I'm like, in every single instance, the answer to that question is known and is a matter of public record. And then they show us those public records. <laughs> <laughs> Which they have because 
Mark Zuckerberg didn't use the Citizens United loophole and you right. wouldn't have records about if he did that. Yeah. And, and they come on, of course, at this point, and they're going like, you know, sure, the public records in the courts are saying one thing. But that one special counsel guy that we the misleading guy uh, that we talked to earlier, he alleges a bribery scheme. That's the last we will ever hear about the bribery scheme. He might as well be launched from a catapult out of the movie from the moment he says that. I just, you know, hey, hey, you know what, man? I allege that you eat your own poop with a spoon, David Bossy. Do you feel <laughs> obligated to disprove that now? I mean, based on the suit sizes, I, I have a lot of <laughs> spoon question mark cut. Yeah. That's again, trying to be ominous. They say every place that they put a lot of money in had a big voting surge. I'm like, why would that not be the case? Like they admitted ah. that the money was going to make it easier for people to vote. That was the whole thing. That makes too much sense. That 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 would make sense, though. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's the perfect crime. You make a good point. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll tell you what. Obviously, more votes is better than fewer and spending money improves outcomes are pretty heavy concepts to get your brain around. So we're going to give the audience a minute to catch up. But first, let me give Act 3 the hard sell. Do they think their people are smarter than ours is cheating? Do they know about the maths? Is this really all they have? Find out the answers to these questions and more when we return for the trickling conclusion of Rigged. It is really all they have, though. <laughs> no, it's Switch Army Knife, because you can switch it. It has it has the flag on the side. The, the plus sign? Hey, guys. Hey, Eli, what's up? Look, Eth, I want to apologize for scratching my name onto the side of your car. Oh, well, that's that's good. And then scratching a criticism of the theory of moral sentiments onto the other side of your car. Yeah. I mean, you spelled Smith and sucks wrong. Yeah, that's not the point. I realized that I did all that because I felt inferior. I didn't know what economics was. Yeah, we picked up on that when you carved... Why don't they just print more money for everybody into the windshield? Into the windshield, yes. But now I know better thanks to Masterclass. What's Masterclass? With Masterclass, you can learn from the world's best minds. Anytime, anywhere, and at your own pace. You can learn how to skateboard from Tony Hawk, improve your chess skills with Gary Kasparov, or learn directing from Ron Howard. With over 100 classes from a range of world-class instructors, that thing you've wanted to do is closer than you think. It's true. Masterclass gave us a free membership when they became a sponsor, and I've been loving their cooking classes. Well, that does sound good. I highly recommend you check it out. Get unlimited access to every Masterclass, and as a God Awful Movies listener, you get 15% off an annual membership. Go to masterclass.com slash awful now. That's masterclass.com slash awful for 15% off Masterclass. Okay, well, I'm glad you're feeling more secure. That's good. Yeah, for sure. So... Now that you took a master class, what do you think of the theory of moral sentiments? Yeah, no, tell us about that. Uh, it's, well, okay, back to the car. I'm going back to the car to scratch. S sorry about that, Heath. No, no, yeah, should have seen it coming. They Again. have all the money printing machine. Not, not how it works, buddy. It, it's fine. It's fine. It's not fine. <laughs> You're a grown up. Maggie. Maggie, thanks so much for coming in. Hi, Citizens United guys. <laughs> We're just so excited to have you on this project. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We really think your work as as an auteur is going to lend subtlety to our film. You know what I'm saying? Get the message across without being too heavy handed. Uh, it, sure. 
So so go ahead, hit us with your best shot. Oh well, right. Um, I just why. <laughs> A lot of questions. Uh, uh, first one, this part in the middle where you say Mark Zuckerberg's big steely money pants, who stole all the money with stealing the money in his pants. In his uh, pants, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's such an I, important part. What, what What about that? What's the problem? Well, uh, on the surface, it's not very persuasive. Uh, and underneath that, it's just not true. Uh, and it doesn't make any sense. Mm. Hmm. I see. Okay, well, what if we just keep saying his very full Jewish name out loud over and over again? Like, Ooh, uh, a lot? No, is is I, that more subtle mm, at that point? That would be uh, worse. Uh, okay, all right, subtle. so can, can we hmm. maybe just put Jew on the Chiron whenever we show him? Yeah, no, you should not put that on the Chiron. Come on, What really? is the Chiron even for, then? <laughs> You're anti-Semitic. <laughs> And we're back for still more of this shit somehow. And we're going to rejoin Bossy walking through his big empty warehouse, <laughs> desperate to prove that they can too put in post-production graphics. Damn it. <laughs> I love how he tries to sell it by like, whoa, don't want to run into these graphics. Yeah. <laughs> it's the best. You get to watch him in his terrible suit walk out there and you see him be like, and I stop. Here, I'm on the X I'm with the table. This. Is this the X? Is this the X Do I point I this way or that way? Am I in this front of the, way. Okay. the map on the wall in my empty place? It's exactly like pro wrestling, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's fake, but... He does get body slammed by the numbers he's referencing. That's yeah, a great true. point. Very true. <laughs> well, yeah, so this is funny because sh they show a map of the U.S. and they show, like, where all of the money from this Zuckerberg grant went and... Like very clearly, most of it went to non-battleground states. A lot of like, you know, a lot of it went to like New York and California, where there was never any question of who was going to win that state. Right. Their own point is being disproven by their own graphic yet again. <laughs> well, later, this is going to come back because... Oh, you know what? We'll talk oh, about yeah, it. Oh, yeah, you're right. No, Sorry. it does come it's in an amazing way. <laughs> yeah. Listeners, look forward to that. Another pie chart runs in, and he's trying to upstage <laughs> it, just jumping in front of it. <laughs> so, yeah, so he says here, he's like, you know, defenders will tell you that my numbers are bullshit, but as long as you don't insist that I source them, uh, we don't have to worry about that. They literally blur the source at one point. It's <laughs> just the words 97%, like, like the sources in witness protection. <laughs> so, and then of course, we go back to Trump, Bossy's interview on Trump, and he goes, so why were Republican aware, uh, areas awarded smaller amounts than Democratic areas in these grants? And, and I'm like, I bet he doesn't say it's because the Republican areas had fewer people, huh? No, no. And he's like, no, it's because they because they would not give them to them at all. Yeah, he seems to be going like full white people can't get into college anymore at a certain point. He's like, well, I'll tell you, because the Democrats, they all applied. They got in. The Republicans applied. Got in. Well, yeah. Well, and, and again, <laughs> yeah, let's yeah, keep okay. in mind one more time. The only condition they were putting on getting this money was that you had to agree that it would help all the eligible voters. So again, you know, what are you admitting here, movie? What is <laughs> I don't think it helps you. I actually went down a rabbit hole at one point. I forget which claim I was fact checking, but I ended up on like a why Republican places tended to get less money from this giant fund. And one of them was that like a bunch of people on principle refused money because they didn't believe COVID was real. 
Oh my, yeah, right. Okay. Oh, I, I did forget that. I went down a huge internet rabbit hole. It was delicious. Well, and, and again, let's keep in mind that like leading into this election, Trump had spent like seven or eight months demonizing the entire concept of voting by mail, right? So when people came in with big grants to help voting by mail happen, yeah, most Republicans wouldn't take it. Yeah, good point. And they thought COVID was a hoax, but they also wanted us to like send virologists with the election integrity <laughs> commission. <laughs> Believe it or not, hypocrisy doesn't matter to these people at all. All right. So now we're going to shift over to the Arizona story. Great. Yeah. Please tell us about Arizona. This is going to be great. This is going to be great. This is where I'm going to change my mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Republicans literally had cyber ninjas trying to cheat in Arizona. And they still lost in Arizona. Mm -hmm. Yes. And <laughs> I, I love Trump's like opening argument here the Arizona thing. He's like, you know, when I went to Arizona, I'd have these great big rallies filled with people. And when Joe Biden had rallies there, they were socially distanced and only very few of them showed up. <laughs> it's like, well, yeah, man, it was a pandemic. God is why. And look, credit where credit's due. I think we all voted for Joe Biden on this podcast. I would literally rather get a colonoscopy than go to a rally for Joe Biden. <laughs> yeah. Okay, no, that's fair. That's fair. If they were like, huh, what do you think? Big tube up your butt or stand there shouting Joe? I'd be like, oh, no, because you just get cancer screening. That's important. You got to get that done. Chanting Biden, I guess. Okay, fine. Yeah. <laughs> That see now, where was that catchphrase? I would have put that bumper sticker. <laughs> Biden twenty twenty, fine, fine. <laughs> okay, if I have to. Sadly, affixing it over my warrant sticker, just right. <laughs> yeah. So and and of course, once again, they point out that most of Zuckerberg's money went to the five counties with the most Democrats. Again, those are also the ones with all the people in them. Right. Like they make this big deal. Like, like Maricopa County got almost all the money. It's like four of the five largest cities in Arizona are in Maricopa County. You fucking idiot. <laughs> right. mm -hmm. <laughs> God, that might as well have been the source of a lot of their shit. Shush, shush, yeah. shush. <laughs> Sorry, I just want to make sure I'm remembering correctly. Was part of their conspiracy theory at one point in Arizona that there was paper with traces of bamboo fiber in it, and therefore China was involved because China, bamboo are words they associated together? Yes, that was one of the cyber, the things that this, and what's amazing here is that the Cyber Ninja team checked that and found it to be incorrect. So as <laughs> as useless a fact it would, as it would be if it was correct, it wasn't even correct. Amazing. <laughs> they had ninjas checking on bamboo. Wow. Okay. <laughs> but, and, and by the way, we, we bring up the cyber ninjas. They actually claim during this fucking documentary that no investigation of the Arizona election had been done. And I'm like, look, look, if I had the cyber ninjas on my side, I would pretend they didn't exist, too. But there was an investigation. <laughs> but did they think uh. we were leaving bamboo as a calling card to taunt them? <laughs> Was that the theory? Like an assassin. Yeah. We should start doing that. Yes. There's also a moment here where they actually just come out and say, I can't remember exactly who, I think it was Ted Cruz or whatever, but somebody comes out and says, I don't think we have to blame China or the voting machines. 
and they stare right at us like, come on, you're getting a suit over that. I, I just love to think of Mike Lindell storming out of a theater at that moment. <laughs> She's just dragging a soccer goal across the field as she says it. So, <laughs> wait, no, it's still, Grandma, stay with me. We're still calling them cheaters. Yeah. And we did that. Remember how Jewish we said that guy was? Come on, stay with me. <laughs> Well, and the other half of that said, she says, I don't think we have to blame China or voting machines. I think we can look straight in the eyes of Mark Zuckerberg. And I'm like, I don't think we can, though. That would be that would be scary. I can't. <laughs> right. Again, First exactly. and foremost. Like, it feels like you get impregnated with bug eggs or something <laughs> when you do that. Yeah. Yeah. Credit where credit is due. They then show us a picture of Mark Zuckerberg's eye. And I'm like, yeah, I, I don't. I don't want to look into that. <laughs> That's how I end up one of him. And then we all surround the protagonist. I've been there. Been there. Kirk has to make a really good speech to snap me out of it. I I understand. (laughs) What's the theory about 2016? Because we were cheating then, too, in their head, right? So, like, the Illuminati lizard alien people in 2016 were just, like, not very effective. We're half-ass in the cheating. (laughs) Yeah. The people rose up. And by the way, that's all we get for Arizona. We're moving on now to my home state, the Georgia story. Now, this has maybe the most jaw-dropping line in the entire fucking movie. When they start this off, (laughs) some dude comes up and he says, and I quote. I wrote this down too. Georgia has always been a place where elections were honest, fair, and upright. (laughs) Oh, wow. God. Cut to every African-American in all of history doing a spit take, right? Mm. Jesus Christ. How could you even say those words all together? Ugh. They ADR'd it. Yeah, must have. <laughs> right, so we wouldn't see the lightning strike. So, so let's keep in mind, setting aside all the Jim Crow law shit, which Georgia pioneered, in the immediately previous election to this one, the gubernatorial election, you know, where Brian Kemp was the acting secretary of state and refused to recuse himself from overseeing his own goddamn election and then shut down all but one polling station in several black majority counties. That was the last fucking election before this one <laughs> in the state where elections were always honest, fair and upright. Yeah, and <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh God, it's he's, he's like, you know, if it hadn't been for money, the Democrats would have lost. I'm like, well, if, if only if your side got to still use money, though. And then we cut back to Newt Gingrich. He's like, you know, he, he said he says that it, the election was rigged so that Trump couldn't win, but he's real, real careful not to allege any specific thing. No. But they try to show us another evil thing, but all they can show us is surveillance footage of like, again, just like regular people, nerds moving around paper in one of the election offices. But then they decided like, all right, what if we show the surveillance cameras in fast motion? Yes. <laughs> fast is evil, right? It's just a like a who- horror movie where the little girl does a backbend and then crawls towards her <laughs> mother. Right. But it looks Charlie Chaplin-esque. When you- but yes. <laughs> It's just a guy moving a box like Charlie Chaplin. It's so stupid. Well, and so, okay, this is one of those moments where I'm sure that if we were steeped in all the Mike Lindell bullshit conspiracy theories, we would know what video we were looking at. Oh, I'm sure. But it's really, it's it's honestly, it's just a video of a bunch of people counting votes while one guy moves a box from one place to another. That is all we see. And, the, and of course, the piano stake, right? And then they slow it down. He moves a million votes into his pocket and keeps going. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? 
And then, okay, so now it's time to heap even more blame on that notorious lefty Brad Raffensperger. This is so good. <laughs> this is so fantastic because it's just the two clips of Brad Raffensperger being like, I just said, no, I won't actively do fraud. I'm on your side. I'm on your side. Cut. He's a yeah, liberal. Yeah. <laughs> not if you won't actively do fraud, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so this is where they harp on the consent decree. And this is something that they they love to get a lot of mileage out of. So what this is, is this is the result of a lawsuit that Stacey Abrams brought against the state because she could prove that the signature matching requirements that they added, you know, a couple of years earlier, disproportionately affected minority voters, which is against the goddamn law. So the courts ordered them to fix that. And the consent decree was the agreement that fixed it. Right. But they sell it in this movie as though it's something that Stacey Abrams and Brad Raffensperger cooked up in a smoke filled room without anybody knowing about it. Just Brad and, and Stacey sitting there over a couple of rare T-bone steaks. <laughs> this will defeat my party. Wait, why? Am I <laughs> we should get brandy, right? Let's, let's, let's switch a little brandy, too. And also, by the way, they also say that the consent decree makes it illegal to match signatures on votes with signatures that they have on file, that could not be more untrue. Right. The, the consent decree requires that that be done. So, yeah, that that's the level of lies we've gotten to at this point. Also, GOP state officials in Georgia checked specifically, and they came to the conclusion that the consent decree thing had no effect and created no fraud in the 2020 election. Republicans yes. did that. Right. A panel of Republicans. Yeah, Trump chimes in on this one as well. And he's like, you know, why the courts haven't overturned? This is incredible. And I'm like, yeah, it's, it's weird how they just threw out all of your lawsuits for having no merit. Very suspicious that they would do that. <laughs> yeah, and another thing, how come they keep firing my lawyers from lawyerdom, huh? Unless there's a drink <laughs> and powerful conspiracy. He says, look, in my opinion, it's corrupt. And I'm like, well, in the court's opinion, it isn't, though. So no. Also, they, did, they they ran out of stuff on that point. So they at one point, at the end of this little scene, they try to show us a scary thing. You remember the whole bottled water in line controversy? Yeah. Where people were like giving out bottled water at polling places and that was somehow favoring Democrats because then they'd be able to, to vote. So they show us just some random person. It happens to be a black woman, of course. She's in line waiting to vote. And she's holding a bottle of water and we watch her like fiddle with it and be like, I am quenched and ready for fraud. Like, that's what they're going for. It's so <laughs> right. stupid. Look at how illegally hydrated all yeah. these people are. <laughs> right. Yeah. Hey, Heath, I hate to argue with you on the air, but I don't think she just happens to be a black woman. In this scary <laughs> no, that's yeah. definitely the point I was making, that it was not just happening to be a black woman. Yeah, and then so so Bossy repeats the same stupid fucking claims again, but this time he says once again, right? So so that he can soften the blow of the fact that thirty three minutes into this forty minute documentary, they've run out of new shit to talk about. Yeah, this is uh, just a tiny moment here, but this is where he attempts to make the words "drop off boxes" seem absurd. <laughs> <laughs> and let me just—I mean, Maggie, you have far more acting experience than me, but like, can I just say? Great performance, no? Great oh, performance. it was inspired. Uh, <laughs> it was some of the most believable stuff that I saw, you know? Right? <laughs> yes. Daniel Day-Lewis couldn't, <laughs> couldn't get there. Couldn't get there. 
And again, so just just to be super clear, the, the accusation they're making here is that money for election integrity helped tip the scales in Georgia. And it did. Again, they are correct. Yeah. The scales were set to minority exclusion and then they were tipped. Yeah. They say Dropbox is all evil like Eli just did. They also say they list stuff there and they're like Dropbox is getting ballots to all the quote registered vote. And then they like realize that they have nothing and they do another pianist thing and move on. It's the greatest. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, you know, we're sure there was a bunch of fun. We couldn't actually find any, but we're sure it's there. It's somewhere. There. We, we fraudulently tried to prove there was fraud and we failed. We can't just have everyone vote. It's pandemonium when everybody's voting. Impossible to have a fair election. Yeah. And of course, Trump says, you know, uh, that he's making his bullshit claims and says at one point that he doesn't think any honest person can disagree with them. I'm like, I don't I don't by definition, they have to like they, they no honest person can agree with you about anything you've ever said, jackass. But <laughs> And also, this is a great argument, too. Trump comes up and he, and he says, like, you know, I was told that if I got 63 million votes in this election, I couldn't lose. <laughs> but, yeah, that was wrong. You should fire the person that told you that, man, not make a documentary about how you were cheated. I was told it was a race to 63 million votes. And then they just kept going. That's why I said stop the count. It was a terrible afternoon. <laughs> I could barely eat my Big Mac. No, and, and of course, he loves to make a lot of hay out of this. He, he points out that he got the most votes ever by anybody except Biden in that very same election. His but opponent. nobody else had ever gotten more votes than he got, except the guy he was running against. I got that. more votes than Abraham Lincoln, motherfuckers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah you did. Yeah. If it helps, Donald, we're also depressed by how many votes you got, even yes, though you lost. it helps. <laughs> yeah. And then for some reason that is a complete mystery to me, he has to lie about gas prices. Yes. Yeah. He said just for no reason, like you said, absolutely no, apropos of nothing, uh, gas was $1.87 when I left. End of scene. It was, That's not even true. It was like two thirty eight national average when he left. Why would you lie about that? Yeah. I just wrote in my notes. Oh, did, did anything else happen since then? Since you right. left? Donald? Yeah, no, yeah, man. The entire energy energy sector was in full collapse when you left, man. Way to go. That's, you really nailed that. Just sitting at the top of the water tower from Mad Max being like, there's leftovers right now, guys. I'm just saying there's <laughs> leftovers of water. So then an ominous title card shows up to explain that Democrats control the White House, the U.S. House, that's how they put it, and the U.S. Senate. I wrote in my notes, do we know? Yeah, right, right. Yeah, it's it's funny. It's it's weird how often they keep finishing sentences that can only begin with our candidate was so bad that. Mhm. Right. Uh, we go back to fucking Ted Rotten Fruit Cruz. He's like, "Here's what we know." He pulls up like a thing with like five pieces of paper stapled together. I'm like, I honestly believe that everything you know is contained within those five pieces of paper. Single sided, Ted. I, I'm with you, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But so he spends a bunch of time regurgitating the, they only spent money where we were trying to fuck black people out of their voting rights point. Yeah. And, and this is the excuse thing, right? Cause remember earlier they pointed out that like, Oh, lots of money went to New York city. And of course they were going to always win New York. And we learn why now. The reason why they drove up the popular vote was to make the Democrats feel better 
about themselves. Well, yeah, they even say that if it didn't work and they couldn't win the electoral votes, they at least would have, uh, you know, a big popular vote margin. And I'm like, so you're saying he spent millions and millions of dollars for a little ego boost in case they lost? I feel like he didn't. <laughs> yeah. What if they had hired cyber ninjas to do it? Would it be okay then? Yeah. Right. Well, also, this is an amazing one, too. Ted Cruz goes, you know, it's really weird that Biden would win by so much nationally while Republicans still picked up seats in the House. And I'm like, yeah, it's like it's almost like you guys gerrymandered the districts or something. <laughs> almost. Almost. Jesus. Ah, they say Zuckerbucks a bunch more times. They do. It's true. I really don't think they know how numbers work. I think that's mm -mm. that's reasonable that like bigger and smaller and something. All right, so 63 million. Imagine if you were to, I don't know, augment that. Oh, like, I don't think they get numbers yeah. constantly. That's really kind of the only... Or either they don't get numbers or they don't think that their audience gets numbers. I think the latter is a little bit more uh, likely, but yeah. Yeah, and, and also I think it's probably worth pointing out that the you know after the millions and millions of dollars that Zuckerberg apparently spent to whatever had their losing margins just in case, whatever. Like, Hillary also won the popular vote. Like, we already had that. Right. That wasn't something we even needed to pad. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, and then they start, like, trying to use the fact that they're saying this lie as proof that the lie is true, as though we were doing biblical apologetics or something. <laughs> right? They're like, well, look at this survey shows that a lot of people believe the lie that we've been telling straight for 18 months now. It's like, really? <laughs> a lot of Republicans believe that? Is it mostly? Yeah. Is this the Rasmussen poll? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh -huh. <laughs> what I loved about this is that it's it's worded very carefully so that we would also agree to it so they can act like it's a universal thing. It's like lots of people are worried about election integrity. And I'm like, yeah, I'm worried about election integrity. Rudy Giuliani tried to do a dive for all through the mail slot in New York Times building. <laughs> like, this is the moment where they actually, I feel like, finally realized that like, oh, we're Citizens United saying this out loud so they mentioned that like okay well republicans because of this big fraud conspiracy we are now because we want integrity trying to ban billionaires from buying elections but they realized they had to like add a qualifier there and they're like zuckerbergly specifically yeah. <laughs> right those democrats and their desire to have billionaires run our your candidate is a fucking billionaire <laughs> you fucking idiots you were literally trying to elect a billionaire to run the fucking country <laughs> yeah zuckerberg style funding is what they call yes. it and i wrote in my uh, notes wow does that mean like without the ability to recognize the emotions of others i don't what is that what kind of zuckerberg funding right and once again this all falls apart when you consider the fact that zuckerberg could just have given the money to democrats right so but basically what they're saying is they they want to make it impossible for billionaires to make elections fair but they're fine with billionaires still involving their billions in in elections are you saying corporations are not people, Noah? <laughs> it's all kind of weird shit. Yeah. Been adjudicated, dang it. Yeah. So then, yeah, we really dig into that Rasmussen poll, the, the 24th most accurate polling firm out of 28 ranked on the thing I saw. 
and the actual number that they give us here is that 70% of respondents think that Zuckerberg's money is bad for democracy. Now, again, to, to Eli's point, like keeping in mind that we all like if you accept reality, we all know all the terrible shit that Facebook did in 2016 to allow Trump to get elected in the first place. So, yes, yes. If you ask me, is Zuckerberg's money bad for democracy? I would say more often than not. Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah. It's like asking, is Smaug the dragon good for the environment? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> Voldemort was the good guy, right? Let's just circle back to that. Good is guy. this our focus about Smaug? Is this what we're worried about? I'm also losing a nose. <laughs> so, but also, so here's here's my challenge to the makers of this film. Hey, guys, anytime you want to switch to publicly funded elections, all the Democrats are on board. <laughs> Me and all the Democrats will agree to walk off that cliff with you, motherfuckers. Uh, definitely. Just for the camera problems alone, I'm into it. <laughs> Steve Steve borrowed this one from the local high school. Joe, we need you to stand in front of it. You got to talk loud. We didn't have a mic. And of course, we have to close everything off by uh, pointing out that, you know, they invited Mark Zuckerberg to be in their documentary to tell his side of the story. But <laughs> they told it. But he told him to go fuck themselves. So no. Actually, he had a guy. There was a guy there that told there was him several to guys. Yeah, we, we didn't even get the senior guy. We got the junior. Guy. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, last line in this movie is Donald Trump saying Mark Zuckerberg is one of them. And then a literal hissing noise mm -hmm. and movie. It, it couldn't have been more on point if it was a clip of Eli going creaky paw. Yeah. yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, man, we can't use that. That's the closing credit. Well, ADR yeah. hiss. That's much more right. sensitive. Well, yeah. All right. So, uh, uh, the mor moral of the story. Anybody, anybody pick up on a moral, uh, underpinning this entire thing? Uh, some numbers are bigger than other numbers. <laughs> Unfairly mm. so. Yeah. And they mean whatever you want it to mean. Yeah. <laughs> it's cheating when the other guys do it. Yeah. What are numbers? Really? <laughs> All right. Well, Maggie, I can't thank you enough for hanging out with us. And suffering through this. It was only like 40 minutes, but it's I, I've got to assume the longest 40 minutes of your life. <laughs> so in, in return, like if our listeners wanted to hear more from you, where should they go? Oh, absolutely. I also am long winded, but uh, maybe maybe it would not be as torturous as uh, sitting through this documentary. <laughs> um, you can find me over on uh, YouTube, a YouTube channel. It's just my name, Maggie Mae Fish, uh, and also on Twitter and Instagram. Awesome. And of course, we'll have that all linked on the show notes for this episode. And Twin Peaks stuff, right? Yes! Uh, yes, yes. <laughs> we just released a uh, Twin Peaks two-parter. So, yeah. Awesome. Check it out. Get on it. Mystery. <laughs> <laughs> and well, that's going to do it for our review of Rigged. That's not going to do it for the episode just yet because we still need to trick ourselves into doing this again. So, Eli, tell us what's on deck. Well, Noah, we'll be doing Journey to Hell live in Toronto. Oh, my God. If you haven't gotten your tickets now, you better hurry to godawfulmovieslive.com and get those right away. <laughs> so with that to look forward to, we're going to bring episode 352 of Merciful Close. Once again, a huge thanks to Maggie Mae Fish and a reminder to check the show notes for links to more of her stuff and a perhaps even huger thanks to all the Patreon donors that help make the show go. If you'd like to catch up among their ranks, you can make a per-episode donation at patreon.com slash godawful and thereby earn early access to an ad-free version of every episode. You can also help us a ton by leaving a five-star review, sharing the show on all your various social media 
podcast platforms and telling a friend. And if you enjoyed this show, be sure to check out our sibling shows, The Scathing ADS Citation, Data D&D Minus, and The Skeptic Credit available wherever podcasts live. If you have questions, comments, or cinematic suggestions, you can email godawfulmovies at gmail.com. Legal services for this podcast are provided by the law offices of P. Andrew Torres. Tim Robertson takes care of our social media. Our theme song was written and performed by Ryan Slot and Google Drafts on Mars. All other music was written and performed by our audio engineer, Morgan Clark, and was used with permission. Thanks again for giving us a check of your life this week. For Heath Enright and Eli Bosnick, I'm No Illusions. Promise to work hard to earn another chunk next week. Until then, we'll leave you with the Breakfast Club clothes. Thanks to Mark Zuckerberg, Donald Trump lost at Wordle today. <laughs> <laughs> Donald Trump would go on to die mad about it. In 2024, Citizens United would release a film about how Donald Trump only lost because more people voted for his opponent. Titled, Yes. Hello, Heath. Yeah, you're already there. You down. We all know what happened. <laughs> we have a thing where we race down to the interstitials. Um, and I cheated this week. <laughs> Interstitial three, in which Heath and I are the makers of this film, apparently. I feel like Maggie's so fucking confused about what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> There's like nine levels of weird inside jokes. <laughs> Donald Trump, Melania, and Sarah Huckabee Sanders. She yeah, no, it. Not, you yeah, know, that, that, yeah. One was, that one was obvious. Bad yeah. example on my part. Yep. Oh, I think we lost Noah again. Oh, no. Or or he hated those yeah. jokes. <laughs> <laughs> the preceding podcast was a production of Puzzle and a Thunderstorm, LLC. Copyright 2022. All rights reserved.